Welcome to Star Joe's Podcast, episode 120, Previews in a Half Shell. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Robert. And with us today, we have a special guest host. He's a a long-time listener, first-time caller. Caller, can you go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone? I'm back, baby. <laughs> what? Wait, what? What? Champ is back. How's it going, guys? Is that Chuck? That's just Chuck. What's no, up? I hardly recognize his voice. It's I know. Yeah, I know. I know. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Although, it is, as we discussed before, it is second quarter. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm contracted to make an appearance. Drag <laughs> him into the studio, but... Yeah. yeah. We're, we're glad to have you back. Um, glad to be back. And uh, hopefully this will be a little bit more on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Because <laughs> uh, you, you have the fans asking about you, man. You, they they want to know what's what's going on and everything. So. I know a couple of nice people dropped me some messages and uh, on Facebook and stuff like that and want to know when I was getting back to recording. And I was like, yeah, I went through some stuff personally, but yeah, I'm ready to get back and, you know, put it back together and yeah. start recording again. So I know I had that's all the kind words. Yeah, I appreciate it. I had death threats saying, did you kick Chuck off the show? I was like, no. <laughs> I, and then I, he was like, Chuck, stop calling me and giving me death threats. <laughs> exactly. He's like trying to disguise, disguise his voice. He's like, right. this is not Chuck. You will die if you keep it. Were you the one that were you, the viper. <laughs> yeah. were you the one that called in as Chris, Christopher Walken? Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Well, uh, maybe. I, I don't know. You should, a really uh, bad Christopher Walken, man. You should show. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't do Christopher Walken. You put me on the spot, so I had to go up with something. 
<laughs> no, sincerely though, we're glad to have you back. Uh, I know we're going to do a, uh, not to pull the curtain back too much. We're going to do a couple episodes tonight. Uh, I know you and I have talked about doing a, another episode in the near future to get caught up on these comics. Yeah. Uh, and just so people know, there had been attempts for us to get together to record and just things would fall through. Um, yeah. and it was no, through no one's fault, but just, uh, I blame the beer. Yeah. <laughs> drinking that Chuck's cheap beer, that'll do that to you. So sweet Jesus, yeah. <laughs> well, that's this a, is our. I would say, I would say that, that segment needs to come back. Chuck cheap's beer, Chuck's cheap beer corner. Yeah. And the funniest part about it, it was here for what two episodes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> but it is in high demand, so I, I think we do need to bring it back. So. All right. <laughs> um. But this is our previews episode. Uh, we do have some fans that have some questions uh, that we'll get to our next episode, uh, asking about when you're coming back and all that. So we'll we'll happily jump into all that. But we do want to keep these episodes relatively short, probably under an hour, uh, if at all possible. Um, but before we get into the previews, uh, buy the we'll... turtle books, buy the turtle books, uh, get a Batman and uh, a <laughs> Spider-Man. That's pretty good now. Moving on. Moving on. One thing I wanted to bring to everyone's attention in this episode, though, is there is a webcomic out there, and it's very near and dear to the heart of this type of show since we cover Star Wars, and the webcomic is called Blue Milk Special. Uh, it's been around for about five years, uh, and it's done by some really uh, cool creators. We've got to meet them a couple times at, uh, at uh, Baltimore when we went there, and it's uh, Rod Hanna and Leanne Hanna. And they are really cool people. They do this webcomic for free. Again, they've been doing it for five years. I think they have like uh, something around 600 strips that they've done. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I- yeah, you've got uh, you know Princess Leia smoking cigarettes and <laughs> Darth Vader having his latte and Boba Fett surfing on a Han frozen in carbonite. <laughs> it's it's definitely Star Wars parody, but it's yeah. funny. It's funny. It's good. It's absolutely hilarious. Unfortunately, they've run into some hard times recently, and they normally do not ask for any money to do the webcomic. They do it out of love. However, kind of like us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But now Uh, we're we're coming to you. We need some money. To help them. And us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know you're still looking for a job, so yeah. To help us help them, yes. Send Um, your donations to Chuck. <laughs> and Carol, let's keep beer corner. Oh jeez. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Rod, uh, if you go to their website, it's uh, bluemilkspecial.com, and on there you can see that Rod uh, is actually gone through a kind of like Chuck did <laughs> through a disruption in his life. Yeah. Uh, and he's out of he's out of work, and he's dealing with a temporary disability situation, and. They're basically asking to reach a goal of about three thousand, which will help three thousand dollars, which will help them fund the completion of the parody of Return of the Jedi. They do have some high dollar amounts when it comes to some uh, rewards that you can get. So for two hundred dollars, you can get the "I Love You" uh, package, which is Leanne's art book, sketchbook, uh, both Blue Milk special prints that they have available a set of buttons, a bookmark, a promo card, exclusive personalized thank you comic strip in uh, in print. And uh, then there's a $300 one that's the I Know package. 
And it's a digital color pinup commission of your favorite Blue Milk special character mailed to you as an 11 by 17 print. So pretty nice size. Yeah, nice. And the $500 forciness package, which is portrait of you in a Blue Milk special style with one additional character colored and signed by Rod and Leanne, uh, including an appearance in an upcoming strip. Uh, now, those are the large packages. You can really donate any amount you want. And if you've been enjoying this comic strip, or if even if you're new to it, there's 600 strips for you to read. And again, they always make it available for free. It's a way to give back. We've had a lot of listeners say, hey, we'd like to give back to you guys because you give us a show for free. And it's our way of thanking you for that. Well, these people right. are the same way. Yeah, even if everybody gave a dollar, I mean, a dollar would help. 3,000 people give a dollar, they're, they're at their goal. Right. And just to let you know, they're already at $1,855. So they need, you know, less than 2,000 people to give a dollar. Yeah, it's uh, $1,145 is what they need left to reach their goal. So they're more than halfway there. Uh, They are just asking to help them finish this. And again, you haven't paid anything for this webcomic in the past at all. So they've done it for five years. So it would be really awesome. Uh, we have met them. I actually got a, a Yoda commission from Leanne at Baltimore last year. She's, yeah, she's a she's a big He Man fan, and I saw some of the stuff she did for uh, our friend Eric Eric Grubb. Yes. So, yep. yeah, she's she, pretty good stuff. So I, I enjoy her art. Absolutely, I enjoy the comic. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I'm sorry. Did so was this? Wait, it was just on their site or through Kickstarter yeah. or what? It's on their it's on their website. So you can just go to bluemilkspecial.com and you'll yeah. see near the bottom of it. They describe what's happening. It's called Save Blue Milk. And if you click on the banner that's there, it'll take you exactly to where you need to go to donate. It says, say, oh, Save Blue Milk. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, got it. And then when you cool. click there, it'll it'll uh, show you the way to donate and everything else. Hey, so. hey, Robert, if you're there donating, put me down for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Jump at Baltimore. <laughs> I'll, I'll float you the dollar at Baltimore. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it is, it is a, a great cause, especially for Star Wars fans. So I want yeah. to make sure we got the message out there. So with that, uh, unless you guys have any shout outs you want to do before we jump into previews, we can just jump right into the catalog. Oh, Jason um, wants knock, knock joke. Do you guys got any knock, knock jokes? Oh, jeez. <laughs> is that oh, Jason man. Adams? Yeah. Anybody know a good knock, knock joke? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in first grade. I don't know any. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? there? Smell mop. Smell my poo. <laughs> nice. Did you just say smell my poo? <laughs> smell my poo. <laughs> nice. Wow. There you go, Jason. That's a good one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have right. kids. What can I say? <laughs> All right. With that, we'll go ahead and jump into previews here. <laughs> <laughs> that not that joke brought to you by you Jason on, Adam. <laughs> you count on me to bring the maturity level way down. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're going to jump right into Dark Horse. Um <laughs> I have a couple uh, titles to to mention, and, and as always, if you guys have anything that you want to mention in regards to anything you saw, please feel free to jump in. Uh, the big thing I wanted to mention when it comes to Dark Horse, obviously it's Star Wars related, is they actually are ending all of their new comics in August. Yeah, I saw that. So um, anything new... Uh, when it comes to Star Wars, we'll, the last issues will come out in August, so this way they can get their trades out and everything else before right. the end of the year. Um, what do you guys think about that? <laughs> yeah, it's disappointing. But we kind of knew what was happening with Marvel taking over, so 
Yeah. Or Disney, you know, acquiring Star Wars and producing Marvel Comics. You kind of seen the writing on the wall. You just didn't know when it was going to happen. Yeah. Did uh, do you guys? Are you guys surprised that they're ending in August? Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, like like Chuck said, we knew it was coming. We just didn't know when. And it makes sense. Some publishing schedules are typically six months in advance. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the terms of the contract are. If it was going to the end of the year or whatnot, but the only thing I'm I'm disappointed with is it seems like Dark Horse is going out on a fizzle. Uh, not saying that their books aren't good that they have out there right now, but I would have liked. Like, you know, I heard somebody mention on the forums saying like, well, you know, they have to get their trades out and everything else. And I was like, but what's wrong with doing one last one shot that just is kind of like you know, get some of the writers together, do like a Star Wars tale issue where you have like maybe two or three stories in there. It's a one shot issue. It's your grand finale Yeah. for 20 years of, you know, 20 plus years of doing Star Wars. Like to me, that would have been kind of a cool bookend. No, I think, um, no, that would have been really cool. And I, I and I'm kind of curious, uh, it's not to say that they couldn't have done it or that nothing will come out, you know, along those lines. We don't know, but, yeah. um, I think what would have been awesome is if they would have done like a, you know, a, a big coffee table sized book, you know, of covers, you know, yeah. of the last 20 years or, you know, that kind of stuff. And they could have put that out, you know, already, you know, this last year. Right. And, uh, and sold out of whatever stock they had kind of a thing. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think what they've been putting out this last year is probably some of the best Star Wars stuff that we've seen. Sure. I mean, yeah. like as a whole. So I'd say that they are going out with a bang of quality, you know, of consistent quality of the last year. But I do see what you mean, like maybe a big anthology or some way to commemorate it, you know, with either a giant sized product or or something just that seems out of the usual and special. Yeah. And it kind of would have been cool. But I think at the same time, you can't say that what they've been putting out has been bad either. So I mean, it's been No, not at all. Not at all. Like I said, I just I just feel like I I would have liked a little something like you said if they did a covers thing or they did like they did that Star Wars Visionaries a while back which was all brand new stories but it was done in a trade form yeah uh, I think something like that would have been cool um, Chuck I mean are you fine with how they're kind of going out or did well is there what, you do you, do you think they would like just mass produce all those trades and get like a stockpile of like a million together and just sell them <laughs> they could <laughs> because I mean they're not going to produce any more stories they just produced what they had available at the time. Yeah, and if they yeah, to I, I mill, to, them, just yeah, sell them. I don't know how that works. I mean, because um, Marvel, you know, will, will gain the rights to reprint anything that yeah, Dark anything Horse Dark has. Horse, yeah, but you would think Dark Horse should be able to sell whatever stock they have on hand. That's it's, what I'm it's thinking theirs too. So to just, sell, yeah, produce all these other. They wouldn't be able to sell it through. Boom. They wouldn't be able to sell it through Diamond or through stores, but they could sell it at conventions. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that they want a million books on hand if they got to look around to shows, but yeah. Well, I mean, I'm reading the current Star Wars, you know, right now, and I'm just curious how they're going to wrap everything up in, uh, you know, three three months or so. Yeah. Well, it's funny you should mention that because <laughs> uh, that actually is the first book I wanted to mention was Star Wars number 19. So good segue there. Hey. Uh, <laughs> um, in Star Wars number 19, it's it's the last. It's the issue. It's the penultimate issue. It's the issue next to the last issue. Um, and the reason I wanted to mention this issue is because uh, they say that Luke, Leia, Han, and Chewie are together again aboard the Millennium Falcon. They're disguised as smugglers. 
Um, they have a crazy caper to pull off if they can avoid the bounty hunter IG-88. Nice. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to mention that one because this what is... If this, what if this whole book just ends on a big giant cliffhanger? <laughs> oh, that would suck. <laughs> Tell me about it because you're never going to know what happens. <laughs> um, they they need to obviously... Yeah. Yeah, they need to end obviously with something that just says like to be continued in Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Could uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was cool that they're bringing IG88 into the story now. I don't know how they're going to end. Maybe it'll be a big bounty hunters versus this, you know, the Star Star Wars crew. Who knows. Uh the uh, Star Wars book I wanted to mention that is actually ending is Star Wars Rebel Heist number 4. It's the end of the mini series. Um, I've only read the first issue, but the first issue was amazing. The art was great. The story was fantastic. That's the Han Solo book, right? Yeah, although the other characters are appearing in it. So the first issue has Han Solo, but you will also see all the other characters make an appearance. In fact, this one kind of focuses a little bit more on Luke Skywalker. Oh, okay. And what it kind of seems like is that there's a new rookie. In the in the first issue, there's this rookie who gets uh, sent on his first mission, and his first mission is to team up with Han Solo. So I have a feeling in all the issues, the four issues, you're going to see this rookie teaming up with another character. Could be, yeah. Now, we haven't heard anything when Marvel is going to start producing Star Wars comics, have no, we? No, no. Or any kind of creative team that's on them? Nope. I didn't think so. They might not even do one like the next following month. It might be... You know, six months from now before they do anything. Someone made a comment on the forums that scared me a little bit, but I could see it happening. Is they said, I have a feeling we might not see a Marvel comic until we get closer to the, uh, to the episode movie. seven coming out. That's yeah. what I was thinking too until the movie comes out. And that would suck. <laughs> eh, that's true. Because that's a long time. <laughs> I, I, I would imagine there's going to be at least a gap. Um, a considerable Almost gap, a just oh, because they, yeah, they'll want to distance themselves, you know, if from time, if nothing else, from what Dark Horse has done. Maybe that's something in the contract too, where so they can't not produce so anymore. Or Dark I would Horse can't produce anymore, yeah. but they can sell off their remaining stock for the next six to nine months. Yeah, yeah. it could be. Uh, it, thank God. Well, we we're hoping from everything we saw. Thank God, it seems like GI Joe is going to come back in September because otherwise we're going to lose our entire show, other than a real American <laughs> hero. <laughs> Turtles, yeah. We'll just do Marvel noise or something. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, we'll have turtles and stuff like that. But I meant as far as the name of our show is Star and Joe's. Well, that's and true. <laughs> we won't have either. <laughs> oh, don't they have a Star Trek comic? No. Listen, that's you star. Bastard. What are you talking about? Yeah, we could totally do that. That's star, right? No, that's a great idea, Chuck. Isn't, isn't that what the star stands for? No, star I thought it was. Yeah, it is. I, not. I, I, I swear to God, I'm like three, four years deep into this, and I didn't even know. Listen, you punk. <laughs> don't post any more Star Trek stuff on our page. Hey, it, punk and the bear. <laughs> it's all good. It's all love. I didn't know no. you discriminated against star stories. I do. I didn't either I until this guy is like, you know, segregation over here. Right. Yeah. Oh, you should be all about segregation. You so know all about, about that. Alabama, 1956. I, I have no idea what's going on with this guy. <laughs> you segregated your toys. You should know all about segregation. Yes, but not, not my nerddom. Yes, you did segregate your nerddom. Don't give me that crap. No child. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to when we started this series, and I, can re, I will replay yes, your hatred will, for Star I Trek. I would admit it, but I've evolved. I've seen those new movies that are out. Uh, was it J.J. Abrams? You mean those the Star are, Wars light movies? Those are phenomenal, dude. <laughs> They're good movies. 
I I'm would say, deny you. I would say that both of those movies are way better than uh, the Phantom Menace. Well, the Phantom Menace was horrible. That's why. <laughs> I would say that both those movies are on par, equal to uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. No, nah, now you're talking crazy. I, I'd say they're right on par. They're even with it. No, you're crazy. They're not as good as you know Jedi Empire and uh, you know A New Hope, but they're right on par. Yeah, because I'd have to smack you upside your head if you said well, they're that. They're not, not that good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. I don't hate Star Trek. I'm indifferent to it. But you don't go onto a Star Wars page and post Star Trek stuff. I saw it and I really liked it. I would say you're more than indifferent to it because every time we bring it up, you you, completely lash out at it. Because I don't care about it. (laughs) See? If you like Star Trek, I'm happy for you. I don't. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't know. Happy seems movies. like I like the new movies. I yeah. like the new movies. I think they're they were very well done, but they are Star Wars light. They are not Star Trek. They, There's more action in those two new movies than have been in any other Star Trek movie. Exactly. Okay, is, well, maybe they found the secret now. Which is what pissed off a lot of <laughs> Star Trek fans. <laughs> and there's way there's way more action in those two movies than there is in Phantom Menace. Oh way. Totally. Right, but that's I, not typical for Star Trek, right? Well, I don't know. I like the new direction they're going. I understand that, but what I'm saying is the new direction is not typical for Star Trek. <sighs> Set your phaser to stun. Oh, my God. I hate <laughs> you. I will take a lightsaber over a phaser any day of the week. <laughs> Bradbury is God. Oh, my God. What happened to you? I need to get Nick on this show. <laughs> uh who, so who would win in a fight, Gene Roddenberry or George Lucas? Oh, my God. <laughs> I got my next versus bat- battle. He's, he's dead and he would win. I hate you both. He would come back as a force apparition and, and there you go. take out Here, Lucas. Force choke great, uh, Lucas. Mickey Mouse force choked Lucas. What are you talking about? Here's the great thing. With you guys talking, I'm just going to put, like, chimpanzee noises and ducks and <laughs> No one will even, no one will even a, know what you said. It's a little Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock speech or something like that underneath. It's like overtones. Yeah. I hate you both. Because Chuck just did like complete 180 from who he used to be, and it scares <laughs> me. Let me ask you this, because you brought it up. I have to ask you this question, because oh, Nick and I both need uh, to... Why don't you say this for the suck episode? Cause, cause, no, because you brought it up. So we no. have to because your hatred flows. Right. At least right. that's the dark side, which is Star Wars. All so, right, <laughs> all right. So, because Nick and I both are thinking this, and we we just have to ask it now. All right, go ahead. Is, is your new girlfriend a Star Trek fan? No. Okay, because I don't understand where this came from then. <laughs> I, I, I was alone in Charlotte. I, I went to a movie. I drove to the movie place. Didn't want to wait a half hour, 45 minutes for the next movie. I saw the Star Trek movie. And it was great. Sure. So that's why I, I just really liked it. And then, I, you know. But now you've become like this convert in the last like year. It's not a convert because I actually went to the library and I got some of the older Star Trek movies and I watched them. They're oh. not as good. They're not as good. No, they're not. <laughs> so, oh. but I'm curious about the TV show, though. I, you know, I want to check out. I just don't know which one to get. So I was going to hit up, you no, know, no either Derek or Keith or somebody like that. and see which I, would, I would definitely do... Um, 
Well, Next Gen is, still, it is kind of dated because it was kind of late 80s, early 90s, so, and it looks that way. Um, and that one's definitely more talking than action. If you, if you want like a, a better kind of action-oriented show, I would say Voyager. Um, Star Trek Voyager? Okay. Yeah, and especially towards the end. I mean, it's, it gets pretty amazing. It's, it's, it's all, every episode is big action, kind of big is, space is, battle. Is that one with, uh, with Riker? Or? No, Riker's a Next Generation. Um, is that the one with Scott Bakula then, Voyager? Uh, Scott Bakula is Enterprise, and that one's pretty good too. The second season's like really dark, actually. There's a lot of, they're okay. constantly on the run. There's a lot of battles and stuff. Um, cool. Deep Space Nine is more of a space station, so they're not like going around exploring, but um, there's this giant wormhole next to it, and so there's alien invasion coming in through the wormhole, and there's actually some space battles there too later on in the seasons. But, okay, uh, but start off with Voyager? You, I mean, I, well... Are you, are you Trekkies done? Or like, <laughs> no, yeah, I would... You know, can we get back to the episode I mean, and what this if, show's if, about? If you want to just, if you want to see like some of the more recent and some of the most exciting Star Trek, I would suggest the second half of Voyager. I mean, I think there's like six seasons, six or seven seasons. Okay. If, if you started... I mean, you would take a little bit to get to know the characters or whatever, but um, if you give it a season or two just to really get a feel for the characters, then by the time you're done, it's, it's actually really good. And then if you went back and watched probably uh, Next Gen, Enterprise, and Deep Space Nine, that's my personal, like, how I would rank them. But, um, yeah, if you have questions, you can ask me outside of the show because I think we're I driving say, Ryan crazy. <laughs> I would say you guys, you girls want to exchange phone numbers and you can call each other and... Thank you, Soundwave. I am TFG1 Mike, and you should be listening to my very first podcast, the TFG1 Podcast. 24 episodes covering the entire U.S. run of the 1984 Transformers cartoon. Also, a few supplemental episodes and an interview with Stan Bush. So check out the TFG1 Podcast. You can find it on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Transforming Rollout. Movie Week in Review is the GeekCast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to M-Wire only on GeekCastRadio.com. So, getting back to the what we're here for, yeah. <laughs> which is not Star Trek. <laughs> Asian porn. Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> What? I got something for I got something for you later in regards to that, Chuck. What? <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's in the file on your computer marked taxes, right? <laughs> right. So, anyways, uh, going to DC, uh, He Man: The Masters of the Universe number fifteen. It continues the origin of Shira, but the reason I wanted to mention this issue in particular. Uh, were we done with Dark Horse? Yeah, we're done with Dark Horse. Unless it's you it, just no, just Star Trek, just Star Wars. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, it's the last one, I promise. All right. No, it's not. I know it's no, not. No, it's not. It's not. I know. Keep going. I know. <laughs> Go that would be illogical. So we don't have to talk to He-Man at all, then, <laughs> is what I'm hearing. What? I no, love the He-Mans. No, 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 no. We're totally talking about He-Mans. No. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good book. No, we don't have to talk He-Man at all, because... Well, let's you hate it. We've got, we've got the two trade paperbacks that you can. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna enjoy talking about shit I want to talk about. <laughs> Welcome to the Ryan awesome. show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so anyways, the reason I wanted to mention Masters of the Universe number fifteen is because in the description they talk about He-Man uh, must trek through the mysterious island of Anwant Guar, but when the Horde Fright Zone stands in their way, He-Man calls upon the power of Grayskull. Now that that Antwagar, that that's where uh, Cyclone lives. That's the uh, race of people known as the the Gar. Yeah, that's the blue people. That's like Keldor. Yeah, and I also like the mention of the Horde Fright Zone. I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. 
Uh, and when you look at the cover of it, it actually has all these different versions of He-Man. So you got like the Barbarian He-Man. The Savage He-Man, yes. Yeah, Savage He-Man. You got uh, the Battle Armor He-Man, and you got Thunder Punch. Is, is it Thunder Punch? Yeah. yeah, Thunder Punch. I thought that was cool, seeing the those two. I don't know what the one in the upper right is. That's kind of a little... That's the Savage He-Man. Because <laughs> okay. you're talking about the half-naked one? Yeah. He's more than half-naked. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, that's the one that's savage, Chuck. man. That's the one just for Chuck. <laughs> nice. He just he just like clips out that thing and blows it up. Giant right. poster on as well. Nice. No, I was gonna say I like the cover. Ariel Olivetti as a as a painter and an artist, like uh, he's he'd yeah. be perfect for He Man. Like I would, yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever read that Space Ghost story he did? Yes. Oh, no. so good, man! Like it is awesome. I would love to see him paint a He Man story. Man, he would be awesome at it. Didn't he has get, he has the body type exactly right. Didn't you get those issues from Travis at Baltimore? Or I did. Yeah, I did. I was so jealous when you got that. Oh, it was, I was all six of them were there, and I um, I gave it to my dad, and he loves them. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, I read through them and, and gave it to my dad because I found a trade of it too. So nice. Uh, speaking of trades, uh, Robert, you had mentioned the He Man Volume Three. Yeah, um, I mean, this is. I mean, I've always talked about it. It's how I collect stuff. So I've been waiting for these trades to come out. And then I, DC Universe versus Masters Universe trade paperback is both is also available. So yeah. Yeah, I'll be getting the uh, volume three because I'm getting the issues and the trades on He-Man, but I'm gonna pass on the the DC versus Masters trade. I've got the issues. I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah. Now I will say the the uh, He-Man Masters Universe trade has uh, issue nine of the digital comics. So the ones son that of a be... gun. Well, no, <laughs> that's the one you're getting. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I thought you meant the DC versus He-Man. No, I'm no. like, God bless America. I gotta get that now. No, no. The the He-Man Volume Three has the digital. Yeah, because they were putting those in. That's why I was buying them. Exactly. Same here. And then the DC Universe Masters versus Masters Universe. Uh, that one has the He-Man versus Superman issue that came out a long time ago. Oh yeah, I've got that. Yeah. So, so that's pretty sweet. Um, and that was in uh, DC Comics Presents number forty-seven. Cool. So. So, yeah. Um, then we can get into uh, IDW. We're done with DC? Well, as far as the show oh, goes. All they have is Masters, yeah. All they have, all they have is Masters yeah. Universe, so. Um, wow, it's amazing how people do a whole podcast on DC Comics. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we can talk more DC, but it's not related to our show. What's up with that? All right, they'll no, be, go ahead. Carry they'll on. Be room ahead. At the, no, they'll be room at, oh, Jesus Christ. I did not miss that, by the way. Make my Marvel. Go ahead. <laughs> well, well, if you want to talk, there's there's absolutely nothing from Marvel when it relates to this show. <laughs> At least what right are you now. talking about? The Punisher, he's almost G.I. Joe. No, he's not. Oh, my God, he's G.I. Joe on the edge. I will say Punisher is awesome. I'm just the current Punisher, Punisher issue, but it has nothing to do with the show. At the end of the show, you can talk about anything not related to the show. All right, well, let's get to IDW then. Let me, let me go. <laughs> All right. This is, this is our wheelhouse. Right. So, <laughs> your favorite, Chuck, Transformers versus G.I. Joe number one comes out. <laughs> Bag of dicks. Moving on. <laughs> I was going to say one thing. Um, I'm totally going to get this for that blank cover. Yeah, the blank cover is worth it. Yeah. If you get somebody like Robert to put a cool sketch on it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The rest of it, um, I'm not a big fan of. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, I'm not a fan of it either. I, I'm not really digging the art and I read the free comic book day story and the story wasn't even 
all that great. I, no. I don't know. Yeah, There's been I, way better G.I. Joe versus Transformer books out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not a fan. I know that there's fans out there, and I'm sorry yeah, that... Hey, you know, by all means, if that's your thing and you like it, enjoy it. Just not my... It's not my book. I mean, we're still going to cover it on the show. <laughs> I am picking it up. <laughs> I wouldn't. Why? Uh, I'm picking it up. We'll cover it. I'm not. You don't... <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Robert, that's right. <laughs> Robert, you going to cover G.I. Joe Transformers with me? At least the first issue, because I'm getting it for the blank cover, and that's it. I don't know if I'll get the rest. I'm getting the trade. Yeah, I'll read that. Well, probably not. I'll read that first issue, and then I can, yeah, I can review that one for you, but then you're on your own, buddy. Yeah, you're on your own. You can tell us what Snake Eyes says in the issue. Oh, my yeah. God. At least that, that ended up making a little bit more sense when I read the free comic book day issue. I will give it that. Because Snake Eyes spoke, and then he got his face blown off by Cobra Commander. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. So that made at least more sense. It made me feel a little bit more comfortable about Snake Eyes talking. However, when Snake Eyes was talking, which he, I assume he won't be anymore, but when he was talking, it didn't sound like what you would expect Snake Eyes to say. He wasn't, like, reserved. He was, he was like, this hot, cocky, you know. Hot shot. Yeah, hot shot. That's what I was looking for. Hot shot, cocky type of guy. And that, to me, is not Snake Eyes. Um, but yeah, whatever. Hey, to each their own. They, if you if you enjoy it, then that's great. But the not in other, my house, not in my <laughs> house, <laughs> yeah, is not what I was hoping for when the title was announced. So go back and get the Dreamwave stuff. That's really good. That was good stuff. So yeah, we'll cover that shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we also have a bunch of Transformers. So we got uh, nothing really that stood out to me with these, but there is Transformers Robots in Disguise number thirty one. More Than Meets the Eye, number 31, and Windblade, number 4 of 4. So it does end that um, miniseries. And it's Dawn of the Autobots. I have not started reading this storyline, so I don't know a lot of what's going on with it, but I do know that Megatron is now an Autobot, and uh, Galvatron is out there, and I'm not sure if he's friend or foe right now. So, uh, But Optimus Prime is back, which is awesome. Sweet! Yeah, I Um, might have to start reading that one then. Yeah. Um and then uh but I did want to mention G.I. Joe Real American Hero number two oh four because guess who leads a dangerous G.I. Joe rescue mission? Duke. No. Duke. No. Duke You mean Duke you mean Duke's <laughs> captured and somebody needs to rescue him? Right. Duke. <laughs> it's Torpedo! So yes Yay! it is. <laughs> I think it was Falcon because he's a credit to his country. No. <laughs> no, it's Torpedo. <laughs> no, it's Torpedo. Hey everybody! <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I had to mention that just because it, it had torpedo in big letters. <laughs> All caps, baby. All caps. When did you start doing GI Joe again, Robert? <laughs> I thought Shannon was on that book. Yeah. No, no, no. I thought Shannon was writing that book or, or drawing that book. He is. Oh, <laughs> then when did you collaborate with them on this torpedo issue? <laughs> Well, uh, I, I just listen. called him up and gave him inspiration. So I was just nice. yelling, hey, where to hey, go? That's a good page. <laughs> Joe Torpedo. <laughs> nice. Shannon does listen to us, so maybe that's where he got the inspiration from. Probably. So. Uh, yeah, obviously. Right. Um, then we have uh, G.I. Joe Volume 3, uh, Siren Song, uh, comes out. So that's the G.I. Joe ongoing that ended. <laughs> so yeah. It's the last volume of that. So, yeah, but I, I did work on that one though. Yeah, you did. Yeah. 
So now we get into some Turtles action. So big thing that I noticed when it came to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the original 1990 motion picture special edition is coming out. Holy crap. <laughs> Wait a minute, at least. This is... Uh, you got to buy two? 62 pages <laughs> uh, roughs from Kevin Eastman. Oh, man. As well as oh, uh, the cutscenes that were added back into the Mirage edition. It's glorious. So you yeah. can relive the classic 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. If you wanted to. <laughs> That's a great movie. <laughs> it's good. It's great? Yeah. Okay. I think it's better than what we're going to see in the theaters coming is that the one with, Is that the one with Vanilla Ice going Go Ninja? No. No, no that's, that's not Secret great. of the Years. That's then that's oh, not what? great. I think you are exactly opposite. <laughs> <laughs> if you completely switch what you thought was great, then you would be right. <laughs> <laughs> if it's got Go Ninja in it, that's the good one. No, oh, it's not. Goodness. That's the one with uh, the Bebop and Rocksteady mutants. No, yeah, except it was a wolf in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's that's like... Horrible. Babies? Exactly. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's good. That's a good bad movie. Oh. I'll give you as a good bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that it's a good bad movie. But it's a bad movie. A, <laughs> well, sure, but it's a good bad movie. But the first one is actually a good movie. Yeah, it's actually pretty go, good. Go, go, so. go, ninja, go, ninja, go, go, ninja, go, ninja, go. Did you guys see his uh, macaroni and cheese commercial? Yes, I did. That was awesome. No, that was hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Vanilla Ice is a store employee, and he's stacking Kraft macaroni and cheese on the shelf. This mom walks over with her kid, and she gets, like, the Ninja Turtle and mocks macaroni and cheese. And he's stocking the shelf, and he's singing Go Ninja. Nice. I know. I love it. He's like, Go Ninja, Go, as he's putting the macaroni and cheese boxes up. I'm like, yeah. I saw that. I'm like, oh, my God, Vanilla, yes. And me and my brother totally learned the dance moves from that movie and would do it over and over again. <laughs> every time, every time we're together, we totally do the go ninja dance together. We had, we uh, had it completely memorized. It's great. Yeah. That's uh, something you take to the grave, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I show it off all the time in Baltimore. I'll show you the go ninja dance. Awesome. All right. All right. I'm videotaping <laughs> that. That's getting videotaped and put on the website. I don't know about that. Well, you, well, you don't somewhere. get a say. <laughs> that's somewhere. Right. <laughs> We're going viral. <laughs> nice. yeah. Dance, ninja. So uh, there is three trades that are coming out. Two are kind of re-releases. Like, you know what? It seems like every month the Turtles have a trade out. Yeah. It's, it's good. Not... I'm not saying it's bad, but okay. it's like, you know, it hurts the purse strings a little bit. Yeah, well, you know. Well, these these you'll be happy to know you probably don't have any interest in getting. <laughs> because you already have the issues to two of them. Yeah, I, I just, I, you know, can't uh, double right now. Yeah, so we got uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Volume One changes constant. It's just a rerun, uh, reprint of the original uh, story from IDW, yeah. and then they also have the Micro Series Volume One, which again is a reprint, reprinted trade. Um, then there's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Utram Empire, which is a three issue story, and they put it into a trade. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, they probably add insane. some stuff to it. I would imagine. <laughs> it says it's 104 pages, which is the same length as the others, which are four issue arcs. Yeah, it's, yeah. Four. it's, it's got something in it. Yeah, it's got. Something. It's got all the mailbox things in the back or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, now, one of the trades that's coming out for them that I am really interested in is the Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Volume Five, which collects uh, issues nine through twelve of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Volume Two. That came out. Uh, this was back the old stuff. So right. it's not it's not the title called Tales of the TMNT. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. 
but they don't. They actually have it spelled out on the cover. I don't know why, but they do. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was pretty good. I, I remember reading some of those. Yeah, so I've been collecting these. I have volume four, so I'll be getting volume five. So, nice. um, and then uh, your one of your favorites, which is the new animated adventures number thirteen, comes out. That's such a good book. It's just, yeah. I just got the I got the second trade for that for my kids, and they loved it. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's just you know, fun. It's yeah. just fun. Now the regular ongoing TMNT number thirty six introduces the Rat King. Nice. Which I thought was pretty awesome. So, are you guys even uh, still watching the cartoon? Yeah. There yeah, was I am too. Pizza Face or whatever. Pizza Face. Yeah, I was gonna say Pizza Face made an appearance. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and then we have the Turtles in Time number two of four. Uh, this time the turtles are in feudal Japan. Oh, which cool. Seems pretty appropriate. And the cover's cool because they got all of them, all of them wearing their, uh, you know, the samurai gear. Samurai, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. So, um, and then I wanted to mention Ghostbusters number eighteen only because of the uh, subscription variant cover is done. Wait, by we're Chris- skipping the Ghostbusters. Yeah, we like skipped right over Star Trek. I know. There's like two whole pages <laughs> yeah, of Star Trek stuff to talk about. Please continue with the Star Trek. You just acted like it didn't even exist. Right, how because that- it doesn't exist for this. Well, how show. did that happen? Speed, Mr. Zulu. <laughs> I hate you both so much. I love it. I love it. All right, all right Robert, let's let's cover this Star Trek stuff because I might start Robert, buying these. I'm interested Robert. in this Star Trek special. It's called Flesh and Stone. Like, I don't, I'm not sure what that's about, but it seems cool. Nice. Robert, I find it a, a huge betrayal that you <laughs> side with Chuck and abandoned us for so long. <laughs> I, uh, for, I know. For the longest time, I would agree with Ryan on absolutely everything, but the line must be drawn here. <laughs> Make it so. <laughs> this episode isn't even getting aired. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Captain Picard. Yep. And the number three. Anyways, Ghostbusters number eighteen. No, no, back to Star Trek. No. What? So Ghostbusters number eighteen, the reason I wanted to mention it was because of the subscription cover by Tristan Jones, who's been doing the covers that are an homage to the real Ghostbusters cartoon. So this one has uh, Egon on the front. Oh yeah, yeah, with his so, awesome hair. <laughs> yeah, so I I got a, I've gotten a couple of these covers in the past. Uh, they're really cool because again they look just like the cartoon. So Chuck, okay, here. so Star Trek number thirty five. <sighs> like yeah. I gotta say I I don't buy a lot of Star Trek comics, but this one I, I think is actually any. pretty awesome. I think <laughs> the idea that the whole that the new cast from the new movies encounters this character Q, which we made popular through the next generation series. Like he's an awesome character. He's like this crazy omnipotent with per, uh, entity with like godlike powers, but he's just yeah. like completely immature and kind of asinine with his, how he uses his powers. And so to see like the new cast of the movies, how they would interact with this character, I would find, I, I, I'm actually really intrigued. I think I would want to get that. So, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe I'll pick that one up because it's got the new cast of characters in it. For yeah, the that, movies was, that like. would probably be a really cool way. And then, and then if you read this and you got to like the character, and then as you watch the series, you could see how it tied in. But, um, all right, but that's all I'm going to say about it. So, I think it's a really cool idea. So speaking, okay, yeah. speaking of a big bag of dicks, um, Infestation, oh, wow. Omni- Infestation Omnibus is available. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be passing on that. Thank for, you. From IDW. So I thought it was related to what you guys were talking about. So. I wonder if IDW will sell seven copies of that. 
because uh, Star Trek does appear. <laughs> Star Trek does appear in that for you guys. So yeah, that's like a big giant nightmare. Everything that's cool in here appears, but it's no good. Not everything that's cool. But uh, <laughs> anyways, Chuck, remember how I mentioned that I had something to uh, do with like uh, strippers and no. stuff like that for you? No. Yeah. 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 Strippers. Okay. So Robert, remember last episode the burn the orphanage reign of terror that I mentioned had the baby adventures and babysitting. Oh, yeah. Cover. yeah, yeah. So it doesn't have a variant cover this time, but I had to bring it up again just because the title was so awesome. Um, and then when I read the description, I was like, I have to bring this up for the episode. It has nothing to do with Star Joe's, but I just thought since we're having Chuck here, he would appreciate the the uh, description of the of the uh, story. Is it the Dukes of Hazard? No. A couple it of cousins running moonshine? No, it says, Burn the Orphanage, Reign of Terror number three. When in doubt, call topless stripper ninjas for backup. I would read that. <laughs> that's the whole That's the whole issue. That's that's a complete uh, issue description. Yes. That one well, I sentence. Would, yeah, I would read topless stripper ninjas. I would read that. Yeah, I, I brought that up just for you, Chuck. So I appreciate it. I would read that. Yeah, no problem. Um, and I'm pretty sure if Chuck grew a beard, that, that's a picture of him on the cover. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> um, Is he wearing like an Ario Speedwagon t-shirt or something? Standing beside the that. Thing? <laughs> no, nice, because that's me. <laughs> um, it's not a flattering picture, let's put it that way. <laughs> the old can of Miller High Life? Because that's me. Right. So uh, going in, in champagne beers. <laughs> going into Antarctic Press, uh, Steam Wars, uh, which is a, a parody or a spoof on Star Wars. The trade paperback for that came out. I read the first few issues. It was okay. It got me a little lost to where I just didn't want to continue with it. But if oh, Steam is that the steampunk Star Wars story? Yes, yes, that's the steampunk part, Star Wars story. Yeah, I'll pass. Thanks. Yeah. Well, if you're into steampunk, you might like it. So. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who is this then, for? This is for Antarctic Press. Oh, okay. Uh, speaking of which, they have a t-shirt that, uh, again, Chuck, I think you'd you'd like this, even though you might not like the character. Um, there's a t-shirt that says R2-D2 on the front of it, but it's done in the letters of ACDC. I, I did see that. I was going to bring that up, yeah. Yeah, in the back of it, it says uh, R2-D2. Oh, yeah. Tour, yeah. And it's all the different planets of where he's going to be. <laughs> Appearing, yeah, yeah. and Alderaan is canceled. Yeah, nice. <laughs> he has a little like red parentheses next to it. And yeah. then the very That's last, hilarious. the very last location is Cleveland. <laughs> That's got to you. Got to own that shirt. I have to own the shirt. It's R two D two, and it mentions Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. So. That's a keeper. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I didn't even notice the, the Cleveland. thing about it is, is I do have a black T shirt with red letters that say ACDC on it. Yeah. So you can wear that one, and I'll wear the R2-D2. <laughs> All right, done. <laughs> um, I didn't even see that Cleveland until just now. I That's really hilarious. do need to I do need to own that now. Yeah. So you're adding it to your cart? <laughs> yep. <laughs> As we speak. <laughs> um, I don't normally mention this title, but it is a new number one, uh, and it did take place in the 80s, which is RoboCop number ones coming out from Boom Studios. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And it's uh, hey, what the hell ever happened to those MacGyver comics and Knight Rider comics and stuff? Airwolf coming comics out, coming out through Lion Forge. Yeah, not MacGyver, but uh, Airwolf. Oh, yeah. MacGyver's Dynamite, right? Yeah, but weren't they supposed to be like print and they just just digital or something? They're just digital. Yeah, weak sauce. But what they're gonna do is they're they once they get, they're gonna print them in trades. Yeah, 
Oh, you redeemed yourself. <laughs> um, I, might, I might get that Knight Rider one. Oh, yeah. The problem is they don't call Kit Kit. I'm out. <laughs> I, I still forgot to ask him about it. I need to yeah, do that. Yeah, I need you what to find out about it? that. They call him Horse because he's Knight and it's a, his horse. Uh, it's a terrible that? idea. I don't know why they're doing it. But it it's either got to be a licensing thing or it's going to eventually become Kit. But yeah. I need it, you to get to the If it's going to become this. Kit, it's going to be quick. So I need to, I do need to talk to those guys. Yeah. Yeah, I need you to get to the bottom of this, Robert. Even if it's called a night Street 2000, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fine. Um, and so, then uh, continuing on with the 90 or 80s properties, you got the Big Trouble in Little China, number two. Yes, which is awesome. We are definitely going to cover at least the first issue of that, if not more. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people were happy that that was made into a comic book. Heck yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, you have like big action and even superpower type stuff going on. Like, there's no reason why it couldn't be a really awesome comic. So. Yeah, it makes sense. It seems like a it's chance to expand on the book. story. Yeah. Yep. Um, going also into Boom Studios, I mentioned uh, I like to mention variant covers that look like something from the '80s and Regular Show, which I don't watch, but Regular Show skips number one has an ECC variant cover which looks like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Nice. So it's taking characters from the show, regular show, which has got that Blue Jay and and the big white gorilla. Well, the big white gorilla looks like Mike Tyson. He's like, he's the Mike Tyson replacement. So Nice. So I thought that looked kind of cool. And then also speaking of... I kind of quit buying comic books for the cool covers. I've been burned way too many times. Oh, sure. But when I see something that's related to the 80s or something I grew up with, i got to mention it. So, um, And speaking of covers related to the 80s, I mentioned last time Doodle Jump, number one, had a variant cover that was like uh, Donkey Kong. This time Doodle Jump, number two, has a variant cover, which is an homage to Cuber. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of neat to see. Especially with the character being a character that just jumps around and it's got the nose kind of like Cuber. Oh, yeah. So... And then, Chuck, I found a comic for you. Oh, yeah? Uh, Paper Cuts has Annoying Orange. It's a uh, graphic novel. Oh, yeah. I'm, an, I'm familiar with Annoying Orange. I'm not yeah. a fan. Well, this is My Little Baloney. <laughs> it's a spoof on My Little Pony. <laughs> I, I didn't see that coming. I thought it was about a sandwich and a delicatessen and a, no. a baker and a who knows. No. No, it's, uh, I figured you're annoying and you like My Little Pony, so. Wow. Best of both worlds there for you. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what? I met uh Free Comic Book Day that uh, the guy from around here, Cleveland Tom Zion, who did the Love and Capes. Is that oh, his yeah. name? Zion? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, he did a couple issues of My Little Pony. Yeah. The comic, yeah. So I, I met him at Free Comic Book Day at a local comic shop, and he was, uh, you know, had some issues of his My Little Pony thing he did there, and. Um, signing them, you know, drawing them sketches. All. No, no, I didn't buy them all. <laughs> but, just um, a few. <laughs> just, just a couple. He also did a couple of uh, an episode of that um, amazing Spider-Man, that new cartoon, the Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, okay. So that's coming out forward uh, with him. He wrote a, an episode, so that was pretty sweet. That's pretty cool. Local guy does good. Heck yeah. Yeah, Love and Capes, if you're not uh, reading it, get it in trade. It's pretty good. Yeah. I don't have anything else when it comes to comics, uh, but I have more stuff when it comes to books and other stuff. So, Robert, did you? I know you went through previews. Did you have anything else as far as comics go that you wanted to mention? Oh, um, 
related to the show. I mean, we'll cover some other stuff later, but um, not related to. Oh, uh, oh, I see what you're saying. That wasn't comics. Yeah. Yeah. That is in comics, yeah. Um, I saw that. <laughs> Oh, I mean, there's, like, products and stuff, yeah. There was, like, that uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man that was, like, yes. all, it looked like he was all burnt up, and it's, like, a vinyl bank. That seemed kind of cool. Yeah, there's a vinyl bank, and, and it's the burnt, yeah, burnt Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. And... He's got, like, this crazy look on his face. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Looks hilarious. Um, I, like, I like some of those vinyl banks, especially the Star Wars ones, but I can't see paying, like, you know, $21, $22 for a bank. Yeah. Well, they're um, kind of like little sculptures, I mean... Yeah, yeah, they are, but they're with their vinyl and stuff like that. But I would just, you know, I, I got it. I got Darth Vader one, but I got it for free, and it's pretty yeah. awesome. So, I, I recently, I you know, started buying those uh, mini bus, those Star Wars mini bus, and I'm very happy with those. I just keep buying those instead of the vinyl banks. Um, one last thing I wanted to mention when it came to um, uh, comic related is King's Watch trade paperback, and the reason I mentioned that is because I do want to cover that mini series. At some time, because it's very much like Defenders of the Earth, which was an 80s cartoon. Oh, okay. And that was uh, Phantom, Flash Gordon, and Mandrake the Magician. I don't know if you, either of you are really familiar with Defenders of the Earth, but... No, not really. I haven't heard of it. You haven't even heard of it. Yeah, it, it had those three characters, and they went up against Ming the Merciless, and of course there was like kid heroes that teamed up with them and everything else. What kind of cable did you have as a kid, dude? I watched I everything. I, can't, I know he's always mentioning all these cartoons or shows yeah. that I never remember. Yeah, Defenders of the Earth. Check it out. It was good, actually. Um, I went outside and played. No, <laughs> no, that's, there's air out there. No. No. I know, right? Sunlight. Right. Boo. That's why I'm pale. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a couple. There was a couple other books too. There was, um, if you look over at uh, Udon Entertainment, they had like. Uh, I thought this was really cool. It had um, the art of uh, Street Fighter and then also, like, a Mega Man. Oh, nice. Art book that had, like, um, you know, it's, like, the 25 years of Mega Man, and it collects all of the artwork behind all the Mega Man games. Awesome. Um, and it's, like, character art, concept sketches, game covers. Uh, so, anyway, if you're into the kind of that Mega Man property and stuff, it's, like, 80s related, too, but I thought that yeah. was really cool. No, absolutely. I, I'm still reading the Mega Man comic book, so... Um, and I really like it. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, when it when it becomes a, like a new story arc or something like that, I'll be sure to mention it in a future previews episode. But cool. this one, we're right in the middle of a story arc, so I didn't didn't really feel yeah. the need to have to bring it up. Um, there's also uh, Chuck again, something for you, uh, Gremlins Gizmo Miniature Kit. Nice. <laughs> it's Does it grow your own Gizmo. What is it? It's uh, timed for the 30th anniversary of Gremlins. Oh my God! Thirty years. It's a I know. <laughs> it's a giftable kit for fans. Contains a plush doll of the movie's unforgettable, dangerously cute, and cuddly star Gizmo. Ten bucks. That's not bad. No, for a plush. Remember when they had that uh, that pizza cutter in previews? That was like the Enterprise. No, that was cool. I didn't, I didn't see that. But that I nice. did see <laughs> I did see Good Night Darth Vader hardcover. Oh okay. Which hey, are they, are they doing the um, the figures in this month's previews, the Star Wars Black Series? Yeah, we'll get to those in a second. Um, I did want to mention this, though, the Goodnight Darth Vader and the Return of the Padawan Jedi Academy. Uh, they're done by Jeffrey Brown. He's the one that did Darth Vader and Son and yeah, Darth yeah. Vader and Little Princess. Yes, yeah. Um, so they're cute books. I have just the Darth Vader and Son. I'd like to get some of the other ones. It's not in the budget right now, but... <laughs> I hear you. 
But uh, but like I said, those those books are really good, especially for kids. Uh, I know a lot of people that have kids and they've gotten these books and they really love them. And the Jedi Academy Volume One is also uh, available for re-release. They they put it in there. Um, also in previews, I saw Star Wars Rebels: The Visual Guide hardcover. Um, hmm. I don't know how big it really is because it's only seventeen dollars, but it is supposed to be one hundred twenty-eight pages. So that's pretty good value. Yeah. And it's the again, it's the Rebels uh, new animated show that's going to be coming out. So, did you guys see the T-shirt for uh, Where's Boba Fett? No, uh, no, I haven't seen it. It's a Star Wars Boba Fett shirt, and what it is, it's Han. It's a green shirt with Han Solo on it, and it says Boba Fett, Boba Fett, where? And then you pull <laughs> the shirt over your head, and Boba Fett's face is underneath. So when you pull it over, your head then becomes Boba Fett's mask. <laughs> but I'm trying to find this. I can't. I, don't, I haven't seen it. It is in apparel. It's like the first okay, first page in apparel. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. If you pull, what is it? So if you pull the front of your shirt front of your shirt over your, over your, head. your head, you'll see Boba Fett's mask. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then we have uh, a couple pages after that, page 476, um, we have Training You Must. It's a Yoda backpack t-shirt. They call it Peekaboba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll get you arrested on a playground. <laughs> Peekaboba. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then the hey, Yoda kid, backpack, yeah. Hey, kid. You want to see Boba Fett? Come here. <laughs> yeah, that'll get you going, too. <laughs> but, yeah, the Yoda backpack t-shirt where you have Yoda on your back. <laughs> nice. Which is awesome. He looks a little, he's got, like, this little creepy grin on his face, too. Like, yeah. he's totally humping your back or something. <laughs> he a little awkward. It, he likes it a little too much. <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, Yoda, chill out back there. Um, is, that, is that your lightsaber? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> are you just happy to see me? And, Chuck, you'll like this. You mentioned Pizza Cutters. Uh, page 493, there's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Michelangelo Pizza Cutter. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, that was cool. And the Michelangelo Bottle Opener. I saw those. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, and then the other thing, uh, getting into the action figures, uh, yeah, we do have the 6-inch series, a new wave of those. Uh, but it's Anakin Skywalker. Obi. It's a re-release of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, and then you get Chewbacca and the Clone Trooper. Yeah. I haven't even seen the one wave that you ordered with the uh, Stormtrooper in the store. Oh, yeah. I saw the Stormtrooper and I saw the Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is, again, it's being repackaged here. Yeah. Um, so I've I have seen, seen those. Obi-Wan. Yeah, I've seen those in the store. Yeah. Well, if you see a Stormtrooper, let me know. Pick me up one. Okay. Will do. Um, and then there's also the jumbo action figure of the TIE fighter pilot. So it's done like nice. the old Kenner figures, but yeah. they're a lot larger. And then we have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles classic collectors action figures, which look pretty cool. Uh, they're kind of, kind of a mix between the cartoon and the, in the, and the movies, the old nineties yeah. movies. Um, yeah. Are those the ones that are larger scale? Yeah. They're six inch scale. Yeah. So that's all I had as far as Star Joe's related stuff. I did have one other thing I wanted to mention because I thought it was freaking awesome. Uh, and that's the Marvel Covers Artist Edition. Yeah, I ordered that. That looks awesome. Yeah, I did too. I mean, how do you pass up? It's got covers by Neil Adams, Art Adams, Frank Miller, Jack Kirby, Steranko, Starlin. Like all these amazing covers. Yeah. And it's yeah, like I'm- a 
I've been collecting those artist editions as they come out. There's only like one or two I don't have, and so I was like, once I saw that, I was like, oh, gotta get it. I have never had one before, but I when I heard this oh. one was when this one was first announced, I was like, I have to get that when it comes out. Yeah, they are. They're absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, they're just. It's so cool to see. I mean, it's like basically a scan of the original artwork, but it's not doctored up. It's not cleaned up, so you can see right. every little bit of whiteout that's used or paste up or. Right. There are times where there's like rips in the pages and it's like masking tape is put on it and that's all yep. scanned in. It's like part of the scan. It's really they, had, cool to uh, see. they had Keith Knitson working on it, so he scanned, I it. scanned it in. <laughs> it took him years and years. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they and what they do, uh, like you were mentioning, Robert, what they do is they actually scan it in color. Yeah. Uh, even though it's a black and white, they scan it in color so this way you can see the white out and you can see like it really does stand out. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and there's a, they, they do it with um, you know they find all the originals and rescan them. Yep. So that's how they get do it, get it done. And this is a twelve by seventeen, so it's huge. Yeah, um, and the and the books are full size. Which now yeah. some of the books, um, it's interesting that you know, they're kind of that twelve by se- or twelve by eighteen kind of size, which an eleven by seventeen page fits on there nicely, and uh, so you get to see it at the full size that it was drawn. But what's interesting is they've got like the. Um, a couple of the books I, I got, like the Mark Schultz, uh, Zinnazok's Tales, mm-hmm. and um, the Eisner's The Spirit, and which one? What was the other? Oh, Wally Wood's book. The okay, his stories. Those are those were drawn even larger. So those books are like um, maybe fourteen by twenty or something like that. I mean, okay, they're they're really big because they used to they used to draw one and a half, uh, or, or even well, I guess what's called twice up. So um, the size of a comic book times two is what they okay. would normally draw it at. And, right. and then it got reduced down to 11 by 17, which is the more typical size now. Um, but it's cool to see. I mean, these books are just enormous. These, uh, yeah. these other ones I just said. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, I mean, this is 144 pages and it's all the, cl- these classic Marvel covers. I mean, it's, I was like, I can't pass that up. This is just too awesome. So yeah, I definitely picked that out. I also got the um, the Legend of Korra art book. Those have been really good. The, I got, I have the first hardcover, and I and they had the second hardcover or the for the for the second season. Okay. The art book for that, which I'm sure is going to be good. Nice. Um, hey, did you happen to notice if Hawkeye was solicited? Didn't see it. I didn't it see it either. It hasn't been canceled or anything, so. They've had some months where they've double shipped, so yeah. maybe they're just trying to catch up. I don't know. Um, yeah, because I was going to ask you about that because I noticed that. Yeah, I didn't see it. So, um, anything else that you guys wanted to mention outside of Star Joe's stuff, or even in Star Joe's stuff, if I missed something in particular? I just, like I said, I was. I'm just really enjoying the Punisher uh, yeah, both Marvel good. and the new Spider-Man series. You know. Yeah. Awesome. I will say, if you like the um, the Punisher series, that's written by Nathan Edmondson. He's the one that did the activity. Uh, yeah. He also, this month, is doing uh, number one issue of Splinter Cell, uh, which is an espionage-style story. So Wasn't that based off a video game or something? Yes, yes. It is based off of a video game. So, But it is, like I said, it's it's like military espionage-style of uh, story. So might be something worth checking out. Yeah, I like Frank Castle busting up gangs. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. So, uh, anything else you guys wanted to mention before we call it a call it a wrap for this nope. episode? That's it for me. Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay, cool. 
All right. Well, uh, let me go ahead and give our information out. Uh, you can find us at starjoes.com. You can find us at theforumforgeeks.com. Eventually, you will see Chuck back there again. Uh, <laughs> Are we still doing the forums? I thought we yeah. were just strictly Facebook. No. <laughs> no. A lot of people have been active on the forums. It's just not you. What? <laughs> oh. You know, I, the forums are dying. It's a dying art. No, it's not. I, with that, Twitter, honestly, with, with Twitter and with Facebook, everything's so... Tell you that, know, to, tell that to the 15,000 posts that we've had. So I get that in uh, two days. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do no, you no, care about our you. fans? Do you care thank about you our fans? Thank you for posting on the forums, <laughs> even though they're dead. They're not dead. It's a dead media. Thank you. It is it's not. Like, it's like newspaper print. It's eventually going to fade away. We had posts just as recent as today. So I'm just saying. Well, all you people posting on those forums, get 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 with it and get Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> they're on get there too. <laughs> they're, on there, they're on there too. Get with it. I love how Chuck comes back and insults our listeners. That's it's great. Would you have it any other way? I, I'd like it if you like. We're nice to our listeners, yeah. Yeah, well. And people wonder why you haven't been back. <laughs> I know, right? Because we want people to actually listen to the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, are we still, we still on the GCRN? We are. We are on the GeekCast Radio Network that are celebrating Yikes. their fifth year. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. You can also find us on it's Twitter. Made, made, you know that, right? What's that? Made them. Well, no, they were around before us. No, we made them. You're <laughs> okay. not following me. We made them. Okay. Um, so, anyways, you can find us on Twitter. It's at Star Joe's Podcast. You can find us, uh, you can email us at Star Joe's Podcast at gmail.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail. It's 440-941-Joe's. Uh, that's, again, 440-941-5637. You can find us on uh, Stitcher Radio. You can make us one of your favorites on there. It's a free app for your mobile devices. And uh, Stitcher Radio, the smart way to listen. Yeah, no one heard you say that. <laughs> I said Stitcher Radio, the smart way to listen. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, anyways, and you can find us on iTunes. Please leave us a review. We have not had an iTunes review in a very long time, so I'd really appreciate if someone left us a review, and we'll read it on the air. So Come on, people. Get with it. Leave us a review. Right. Robert, how can they find you? On Star Joe's. <laughs> yep, that's about it. No, um, you can uh, just Robert Atkins Art across all the social sites. Um, I have a, my blog, robertatkinsart.blogspot.com, and you can email me through that site. And Chuck, uh, I know you have a Twitter handle as well. If you want to, I don't know if you want to throw that out there. Yeah, go ahead. What is it? I don't know. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Chuck's like, I, I'll check it. I check that I as much as the forums. What is it? C.T. Abbott? I'll take a look at it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Since you obviously don't know. <laughs> I don't proposition people to tweet me. It is... Well, I don't have to put it on the episode. He then. propositions people for other things. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't, I don't, even, know, I don't oh. even know what yours is. <laughs> oh, hang on, get the bullshit right here. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. It's C.T. Averett. So yes. C, the letter C is in cat, T is in uh, Tom... And Avert, A V is in Victor, E R I T T. So you can follow Chuck and he will not respond to anything because he doesn't check his Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it is. I thought that's what it was. But yeah, hit me up on Facebook, hit me up on uh, the iTunes, hit me up on uh, the tweet, tweeters. <laughs> you have your own iTunes? 
Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, Star Trek rules. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, anyways, also speaking of iTunes, I just updated it finally today, Robert. I apologize for it, but I finally have listed your name with us on iTunes. <laughs> okay. So wow, the next. Yeah, so in the next day or two, your name will actually appear next to Chuck and mine on iTunes. Crazy. So, It'll be so. official. You'll be official, yes. Yeah. All right, well, with that, we'll go ahead and close, and this is going to be interesting to see how this ends up. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and close by saying the Force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go, 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 go. Go ninja, go ninja. Go go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go, go, go. Word to your mother. Kraft Mac and Cheese Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shapes. Go ninja, go ninja, go. You know you love it. 